The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Ian Magnuson speaking. Uh, we'll start off with a roll call. Let um, me just go left to right. If you could please read your name as well for our recording secretary knows who's talking. Thank you. Minutes later. Cool. Uh, Steve. Steve Romanelli. Dean Hess, the liaison from City Commission. Rob Likas, ECC member. Uh, Emily Demarest, ECC member. Sharon Deaver, co-chair. Okay. Neil Walter. All right. Bobby Glasser here. All right. Well, excellent. We have quorum. Uh, that's good to hear. Um, we'll give one a second to confirm. It looks like we're streaming here. Had an issue with sound last time, so just want to make sure that that goes through. All good. Thank you, sir. Wonderful. So uh, let's take a peek at the meeting minutes. Did anybody have issues with the December meeting minutes? Be corrected. I think I sent you something, or that might have been something else. But. I think that was for the uh, agenda. Stuff okay. Minor thing with the unexcused yeah. absence, but contacted. Um, Aaron? Aaron? Yeah. Don't worry. We'll make sure to update that. On the past tense, anyway, so but we'll make sure we got good records. So, um, if somebody wants to make a motion to accept them, excellent. Uh, motion to approve the December meeting minutes. Unanimous. Excellent. Thank you, everybody. Mm -hmm. All right, we are on schedule. Uh, 4:35. Uh, anybody have any announcements, individual or otherwise? Um, so folks might notice uh, on the agenda. Um, oh, I have an announcement. Yes, please. I have an announcement. Last night, uh, commission did pass the, the budget, which included the um, sustainability coordinator. And so now I'm mm -hmm. sure that will that will be able to be posted and found, and I'll keep you updated upon how that's going. All right. Thank you. Good news. Thanks. Do you have any sense if the uh, challenge with the new city attorney hiring process will get in the way at all, or do you think those will probably happen parallel? They'll be parallel okay. because, uh, yeah, we'll use HR for the posting of it, but then CPED, uh, community planning mm -hmm. and economic development. So this person will be a planner position. Gotcha. Um, and so um, that they will probably take a range. And, and Excellent. All good. Very good. Thank you. Um, so that's good news. Uh, kind of related to that, too. Uh, Sharon and I were originally going to meet with Jimmy and McCarthy before this meeting um, just to see what's going on. Uh, timing didn't work out, but uh, she and Nolan Bergstrom uh, from planning will be presenting to us uh, next month on updates. Um, mm -hmm. Part of the thinking for leaving it till February, too, was to ensure that that posting was up so we kind of have something mm -hmm. to talk about besides just implementation. Mm -hmm. um, right. And if you know anybody, you know anybody that wants to do it. Absolutely. It's a great job. Yeah, share it in your networks if you can. City jobs pay pretty well. They work you hard, but they pay well. Um, so... One thing you might notice uh, on the announcements, um, we added a section called news and educational items. Yeah. Um, so one thing that uh, Sharon and I would like to do to kind of take advantage of our platform um, is just offer the opportunity if anybody's seeing any random news articles that might be relevant to 
you know, climate, environment, environmental justice. Uh, doesn't necessarily have to pertain to the city of Kalamazoo specifically, but I mm -hmm. uh, just wanted to offer a platform to highlight interesting environmental things that y'all are picking up uh, in the ether. Um, so I actually don't actually have anything to present on that topic, but uh, I just want to note it. So um, if next month uh, you have any thoughts, I wanted to think about 10-ish minutes to just kind of point Good. people to things. And if we got links, we can obviously distribute those um, likewise. Yeah. So was this... Was the Western Michigan teach-in streamed, or was it recorded and streamed? It was streamed. I assume that it was recorded. Somewhere, because Sabelle Shattuck did an amazing presentation on environmental racism. Mm -hmm. It was really wonderful. And that was coordinated by WMU? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was on MLK Day. It was on Monday. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> I've been tandem with the Jameel Hill presentation at campus or something. At night. This was, in, this was from 11 to 3. Gotcha. Thank you. And cool. It was, it was a noon presentation. Okay. So mm -hmm. I'll so see if I can dig up that link. If, um, Perfect. Yeah. Is there a way you could share a link? With yeah. Us? If you can't find it, let me know. Steve might be able to find it. Yeah. I can look for it. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we'll distribute that to the committee and we'll live forever in our share drive. <laughs> um, all right. So. Uh, in the interest of time, we have some boring stuff to talk about, <laughs> bylaws and terms and things, but we do have one guest with us that wanted to talk about some stuff going on at Western. It's Steve, if you'd like to join us at the table, uh, maybe give your name, title, and then take it away. Great. Uh, thank you for giving me some time. My name is Steve Bertman, B-E-R-T-M-A-N. Mm -hmm. um, I'm professor in the Institute of the Environment and Sustainability at Western. Um, and currently serving as chair of our climate change working group, um, which is a group of volunteer, faculty, alumni, uh, community members uh, trying to um, educate people and interact with the community um, about the climate crisis. Mm -hmm. And we have uh, declared that March 2023 um, will be or is Climate Emergency Month, and we are planning um, to promote and coordinate and advertise events occurring in the month of March. And we're hoping to fill the entire month. We're looking right now for uh, keynote speakers um, or a keynote speaker. We've got a couple on the on the list. I mean, we put out requests mm -hmm. to ask the governor to come and speak. Mm -hmm. I've not heard from the governor yet. Um, Mary Robinson is going to be the, the former president of Ireland, mm -hmm. who is uh, wrote literally wrote the book on climate justice. Um, is going to be in Ann Arbor mid March, uh, so we're we're trying to see if we can get mm -hmm. her to over here or maybe get her on a Zoom call. Anyhow, so we're hoping. To, to have some big name speakers, but also a bunch of smaller events um, throughout the month. And we we built a website, um, which I can I think it's called all one word climateemergencymonth.org. Okay. <clears throat> um, where we're <clears throat> keeping track of all of the events and keeping track of all of the organizations that have 
endorsed Climate Emergency Month um, or signed down as co-sponsor. Mm -hmm. um, so I met I met Jean at the MLK um, event early on Monday, and she asked me to come and make sure that everyone here knows about Climate Emergency Month. Um, ask you to you know. Um, if you're interested in signing on, if you can do that uh, as a as an endorser um, to be listed on our website, um, we're trying we're trying with that list of endorse endorsers um, to just show the how broad the the um, support for pushing for real action, urgent action on climate change. It is an existential threat and we are running out of time to respond. Um, we've squandered decades and now we're we're up against the wall. So um, it would be great if you were interested in doing that. Um, we, you know, would like to, uh, I, I was, one of my questions was, what's the deal with the sustainability coordinator? Has it, is it in the budget? Has it been hired? Um, can we can we get moving? You know, the city declared a climate emergency years ago, and um, you know, it would be nice to see things, if you to know see things anybody, happen. If you know anybody, yeah. like yeah. it's gonna, um, I'm sure it's going to be live pretty soon. I think, um, yeah, if if you could send me. Uh, send me the job description or even the announcement when mm -hmm. it, when it happens. I am happy mm -hmm. to send it. We have a couple thousand name email list now that we can that we can send it out send it out to. Yeah. Um, um, if you know, or could we organize? Could we by by we I mean you organize <laughs> an event in March announcing you know. Uh, the position, the goals, um, at least um, the goals for the position, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think you all are aware that that um, the county is going to be hiring someone soon. Yeah. Um, and so the, there's lots of opportunity for collaboration to mm -hmm. connect with the, you know, with the city and the county and of course the university is, you know, the people at the university that are willing to do that. So, um, could you, I, I want to interrupt, could you tell us a little bit about the position with the county? I haven't heard about that. Yeah, so the EPA funded Eagle to, uh, to hire as a pilot um, a countywide climate coordinator position and um, they were supposed to vote on it this week uh, it got pushed off to February so they would yeah. actually be a position of working for the county government or working for Eagle it would be the it, they would officially be hired by the county okay but funded by this grant through through Eagle okay um, and it, that that's been uh, you know that's been a priority of the, the Kalamazoo <coughs> Climate Crisis Coalition mm -hmm. for for a while to you know to organize a countywide countywide effort because there are a lot of you know there are a lot of issues that that cross political boundaries 
you know, uh, housing, you know, housing uh, standards for dealing with with um, uh, energy costs and you know increased flooding uh, risks and things like that. that it, you know, it doesn't make sense for for there to be just sort of isolated actions. Or I think it would be more effective in a coordinated fashion. So it's mm -hmm. just really exciting that there'll be someone at the city and someone at the county yeah. that can coordinate and reach out to some of the some of the other townships that um, uh, maybe are not as as involved still face the same threats that, that we all do. We did have a meeting here with the county, and um, they are planning that. And I'm sure it will be part of the job description for the city coordinator to work with the county coordinator and the universities to make sure everybody's on the same page. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. Does the city of Portage have something equivalent? I don't know. I, they have an environmental concerns committee. I know they. Yeah, have, yeah. They have a body like ours, but yeah, but yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, not, yeah. They have. They also have declared an uh, mm -hmm. an emergency. Right. Um, but I haven't heard of, of any action towards a towards a position. Okay. Yet. Yeah. But that's a good you question. know it's a it's a very good question. Um, one of the events that is 95% sure for for climate emergency month is a visit by uh, Missy Stoltz mm -hmm. from Ann Arbor, who is the head of their. Um, they've got a whole office on of, mm. um, and uh, so tentatively that's March 18th, and it would be very exciting to have some cross fertilization, you know, mm -hmm. city to city, um, because they've done some amazing things. And um, why we don't need to. When and where? We'll, on March 18th. Um, it's uh, some tentatively 3 p.m. Um, we've requested the Van Dusen room in the library, mm. uh, but have not heard back yet. Central Library? Yeah, yeah, right across the street. Thanks. Have you uh, been in contact with uh, Kalamazoo Earth Day at all? Because they do a lot of events in April as well for climate-related stuff and Earth Day-related stuff, obviously. Yeah. But I'm curious. Yeah, I'm <laughs> say they, but I'm the treasurer. <laughs> yeah. Right. That committee. They, they probably know. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, um, You're trying to get two months in a row. Well, <laughs> well, we thought about doing it. The year. We thought about doing it in April. But didn't want to interfere with with sure. Earth Day events. So, Great. Um, uh, yeah. We, um, one of the things that we're trying to do also is, so the first week of March is Western Spring Break, mm -hmm. um, which is unfortunate unfortunate timing. But we're trying to come up with a, a series of 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 opportunities for students to do an alternative spring break by volunteering in the city or, you know, at the nature center or um, you know, it's that that's basically the structure. We're trying to come up with ideas. So if there are ideas that people have, um, I would love for um, anyone who's interested to be involved in our, you know, our planning efforts. Mm -hmm. um, would Do students know to watch The Last Tourist? Have you seen that movie? I've not. 
about tourism, how going on spring break. It's how it's just not sustainable. And then they, there are options for better kind of tourism. That. So it's called the last tourist. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, they should scuttle all <laughs> cruise liners tomorrow. <laughs> if we're going to be serious about this. But yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I I don't know if you have questions for me or if there's a, a the best way to maintain communication. Yeah, off the top of my head, I feel like maybe the best plan as far as leveraging our small but existing uh, network is that uh, maybe once stuff's a little bit more finalized, if you want to just give us some updates by our uh, February 15th meeting, we can read those into the record and those will be on uh, provided publicly. Um, beyond that, there's probably not a ton that we can do unless right. folks have some other ideas. Well, unless you have regular meetings and would welcome a liaison from this team to, to attend even if just for, you know, not to participate in necessarily, but to learn and, and report back to us yeah. would, would be another option, too, that we do with other groups. Yeah, sure. We've been meeting on Zoom. Um, yeah. We have um, meeting this week and uh, tomorrow and next week, next Thursday as well. Mm -hmm. um, our goal is by the beginning of February to really make a big push, send out press releases, social media posts, trying to nail down as many specific dates and times and places mm -hmm. as we can before we do that. Um, so I I would be happy for someone to, to zoom in, mm -hmm. um, you know, send me, send me an e you know, an email uh, and you an could email. send us a link, a link to, to join, mm -hmm. yeah. to, to join the teams by teams or Zoom or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah we'd be happy to distribute yeah. that for sure. We can distribute that, see if someone wants to. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering if we could have endorsement by the Environmental Concerns Committee of the city, and then to have the Environmental Concerns Committee ask the city if they would also partner. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I'm sure. Uh -huh. In the form of kind of a, a official recommendation, are you saying? Absolutely. Or? And then, to, and so then, any announcements that come to them would go on our social media pages. Sure. So yeah, that we're partnering. Sense. That we're the, we're a supporting partner. That would be Is fabulous. it going to cost us anything? <laughs> Are you offering? <laughs> no. Yeah, Mary Robinson doesn't come free. Um, no, it doesn't cost anything. Mm -hmm. But okay. if you wanted to volunteer. <laughs> I'm um, happy to talk with Jamie and, uh, and the city manager's office and make sure that it's something that we could do. But I think the city should support this. Right. Our, you know, our, our main goal is to, is to build the movement. You know, there is there is some momentum. We're hiring people locally. There's there's movement statewide. There's movement uh, federally, and um, we need to we need to in, um, include as many people as we can in this movement. So the more word we can get out about this, the the better. Okay. Um, uh, but again, it's you know it's there's no one being paid to organize this. Right. So we're um, you know any any um, any contrib contributions of time or effort mm -hmm. be appreciated. Got folks from other departments at the university involved too, or is it most mostly with with your group? 
Yeah, well, we're we're doing most of the work, but sure. we have signed on a bunch of units at the university, including the president's office okay. and the, okay. the Office of Legislative Affairs and the uh, Research the College of Arts and Sciences. Um, so we're we, we are yeah yeah we're yeah. we're building that coalition, but we also have the Nature Center and <laughs> Michigan Climate Action Network and what's the Venn diagram like with the uh, WMU Climate Change Working Group and Climate Crisis Coalition. In my head, I thought they were like kind of like overlapped, but I'm not really sure where they. Yeah, it's, that Denise yeah. Left. yeah, it's more like uh, chicken and. Egg. Okay. No, no, it's so <laughs> one. The, the coalition the spun out of the the working group, okay. so there's a lot of overlap okay. of the mm -hmm. people involved, mm -hmm. but it's not 100 percent. Gotcha, gotcha. The coalition really is supposed to be a coalition of with input from all of these different outside groups, um, not just, not a campus sure. uh, event, but it, many of the same people are involved in both. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, we can definitely put together some kind of recommendation to vote on uh, for our next month's meeting. 90% of what we need to write has already been written in the climate declaration anyway, so uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it shouldn't, shouldn't be too big of a lift. And, uh, We'll be happy to distribute anything that comes comes our way. Great, mm -hmm. cool. great. Thank you. Awesome. you bet. Thanks thank for joining you. us. Thanks thank for arranging that. Yeah. Thank, thank you for your time. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Wishing you success. Yeah. yeah. Wishing Absolutely. us success. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're all in this together. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Better and worse. Thanks for the work that you do. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank yeah. You. And I, I asked you to um, send any students or because um, don't we need somebody to replace Aaron? We do. Yeah. So if, if he has anybody um, that he knows of. Yeah. yeah, I know on top of the student angle for us, uh, I'm pretty sure the WMU Office for Sustainability is also hiring like three positions. So cool. on the off chance of WMU students listening, there's a tough one for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, excellent. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for your time. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> All right. Uh, now to the fun stuff. Um, bylaws and terms. So I distributed uh, what our current bylaws are alongside a document that I got from the clerk's office with committee appointments, um, both of which contain stuff that we have to discuss. Um, so maybe maybe we'll start with terms. It's probably shorter and easier. Um, so I think the weirdest one, and um, I didn't mention, but uh, Jim Meliewicz and uh, David Bennett could make it tonight, and they're all good. Uh, the strange thing was in uh, the clerk's email, um, he said that Dave's position was filling a vacancy and his term ended, which doesn't really make sense to me because that's never been a thing with anybody else. Yeah. So, it kind of has because yeah. the terms start in January, so yeah. someone left early and that's what the vacancy was. So right. his term started at the beginning of last year, right. but it was like fill it, finishing out whoever's, I don't know who's. Um, position and yeah, then the, to revote him in. The confusing part for me was whether or not that he was saying that Dave is now on his second term, which doesn't. Oh, okay. Okay, so no. I don't think that's the case, but um, I I can ask for clarification because we're gonna have other stuff that we have to update them with anyway. Mm -hmm. um, Gail, I got your message about you know when when do terms end. Yeah, that would be um, that would be more helpful. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying. Um, my understanding is it would be. Three years after the 12:31, but uh, I can try to find uh, you know official official dates. Wait, expiration date. Yeah, uh, it is it is one of the columns on the on the end. 
Um, so it uh, looks like your term expires 1231 of this year. Or no, sorry, 1230. Yeah, 1231 of this year because then the new person has to be voted in. Uh, okay, well, if I started in 21, mm -hmm. this is the end of this year is 23. Right. So that's only two years. For your second term, right? Yeah. Yeah. 21, 22, 23, if you, if you started it. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I don't know, but. Does that sound like Well, January? if I started in December of 21, is that what you said? Oh, uh, so the expiration date on the sheet says uh, 1 1 24, but as there's not a meeting okay. before that, then the okay. last one would be December of this year, okay. 23. The expiration date didn't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't show up on the thing that you sent us. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just the start date. Mm -hmm. Okay. And some out of date phone numbers. So, sure, um, sure. I got your note about the phone number as well. Forgot to bring it with me. No, that's okay. Yeah, and as, as folks can see, like Nicole's not been on the committee for a while. Um, Sharon noted that meeting minutes are missing from the website. I know the clerk's office has been either understaffed or at least has a lot to do. So um, wanted to just kind of you know, get up to speed on that. But the important thing to note is we do have one vacancy. So if you, if you know anybody, obviously um, welcome them. Uh, it would be great if we weren't an all white body. Uh, so that's something to consider, um, especially geography in the city as well. We're kind of overrepresented in some areas, but um, kind of get what get what we can. So mm -hmm. we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Do we it, do our bylaws specify that it has to be a resident of the city? Yes. Yeah. We, okay. Yeah. We entertain yeah. this in NFP, and there's some reason rationale there that if we're seeking someone with some expertise, mm. uh, that. And they're on the periphery of this. That that would be a consideration. So I just thought I'd bring it up at yeah. this meeting. Yeah, it's pretty clear in the. And and that's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For this, I think it, it is appropriate. <clears throat> yeah, we would act, we would actually be full if that wasn't an issue because we had a um, person that was interested in I think November and right. Uh, it didn't work out for that reason. So okay. that's that's a good thing to note if anybody's listening. You have to live within the with city boundaries. You. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, it's it's pretty basic. It's like hour and a half every month plus whatever work you do outside of it for mm -hmm. committee assignments. And, you know, I'm mostly explaining for the one listener, so that <laughs> might exist, but. Uh, All right. Yeah, so. Uh, Hello to you. Yeah, hi, hi folks. Uh, so I will uh, make the updates to make sure we're all up to speed. And uh, I guess uh, to fulfill the needs for the clerk though, uh, even though he's not here, um, motion to re-up David Benex term to begin his second year of his first term effective this year. Yeah. Any, uh, all in favor of reappointing Dave Menak to his second year of his first term? Okay. That makes sense to me. Unanimous. All right. Yeah. Very good. Thank yeah. you, everybody. Um, so that's the easy one. If you have uh, like address or phone number info uh, stuff that you need updated as well, um, if you could maybe get it to me by Sunday, then I'll compile everything and send it over to Mr. Borling, and I'll get up to speed on that. Um, Just for yes. information, it, it, who, who on this group is, is done at the end of this year? Mm, yes, good question. So, Since you brought that up, that may be one. And I think yeah. Joe, if good I remember question. right. Yeah, because I think Joe and I started about too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised to see it says only served one term that's not correct because he was here before I joined I think 
and as as for you. Yeah. And we're both on our second term, so that that's probably her too. Okay. Um, Although actually, I know he did join after I did, so maybe that is we'll have to find out from him. Yeah, I can follow but up with he, him. Good um, catch. Because I recruited him, so I had okay. him on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember him being here on the first day that I joined, and that was yeah uh, January twenty nineteen, I think. But we'll we'll sort that out. But um. Okay. Okay. Cool. Then uh, we can move on to the less fun part. Um, I don't, unless you want to, I don't think we need to read through all of the bylaws. I trust that you can all read. But unfortunately, the city attorney uh, reviewed our bylaws and we have some changes uh, that need to be made. Um, and so what I did was I created a draft of those in our Google Drive. Uh, Amber's got that pulled up on the screen there and we can look at the comments. Um, but I'll, I'll read them out into the record as well. So uh, basically what he did was looked through to make sure we're not uh, contravening anything in city ordinances or state law, and uh, there's a few things that we need to touch on. Um, I'll start with his opening comment. They just kind of came in an email, and I just copied and pasted into the bylaws here. So uh, right at the top he says, uh, city ordinance section 2-102 provides the committee may elect a chairman, such other officers as it may desire from its own membership and may adopt rules for its own activities. And then he says in, I guess, commenting on that uh, rule, the ordinance does not require, unlike other boards, that the city commission needs to formally approve ECC bylaws. I think we knew. Uh, that said, the bylaws must conform to city ordinance and other relevant authority uh, regarding the latter city commission rule 12 addressing advisory boards does not specifically require bylaws or appointed boards to be approved by the city commission. So. All that's to say is that we have the power of our bylaws so, such that they conform to Sydney ordinance and state law. Okay. Going on, he said this was his closing comment, but it's kind of relevant at the top. That said, the city commission could amend the ordinance to provide for an option of co-chairs. We'll come back to that. And while not recommended, could permit the ECC to appoint, quote, associate members. Again, we'll come back to that. Under defined parameters and conditions. As for indemnification, mm -hmm. Uh, this is a larger issue that impacts all appointed boards, and in particular, those that are making more than recommendations, such as the Zoning Board of Appeals and Planning Commission. Um, so basically, they're saying if you have some kind of statutory power, there's like extra steps that you have to jump through, but not relevant to us. Um, but we'll come back to the other two things that he notes in there. So before I move on, does anybody have any questions or comments about those initial, I guess, comments? We used to have what I kind of thought fit the description of associate members that some of them were past members that still had an interest that likes to come to this. Is that that is still the that case? Sounds and like that that's is, okay. That is point number one that we have to address. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, let's just move on to that then. So his next okay. comment, he was uh, just kind of going in order of what's in the bylaws. Okay. He says section 2.2 in the bylaws addressing associate members to be appointed by the ECC is in conflict with ordinance 2-100A. The ECC is made up of 11 members who must be city residents and quote such advisory consultants and liaison officials as the city commission may from time to time deem appropriate and appoint end quote. Only the city commission may appoint quote associate members. Okay. Oh. So that it's kind of a bummer. That means we have to basically remove this provision unless the ordinance has changed, but like that's a 
that's a big ask uh, of the city commission for, in order to allow for us to have this. So we could discuss it if you want. On the flip side, my initial read of it is nothing stops people from, that were past members from just coming and That's right, they can anyway. come as, as citizen, yeah. yeah, interested citizens. Exactly. So a question, so it says yeah. that associate members had to be appointed by the city commission? In the other, uh, yes, let's read that again. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the city commission can appoint like official associate members that would probably be like subject matter experts or something like that. So that is something we could take advantage of. Absolutely. Well, because they have to appoint us too. Mm -hmm. I, you know, so it sounds like it's a similar process. Yes. Perhaps. Yes. To say, you know, send it to the, you know, city commission and say we would like to have this person as an associate member. I mean, yeah. is is that a process that would be consistent with what? I think the that city would bring us in line. I think right. so. Because we can make a recommendation, and then the city commission can. True. Right, yeah. so if it's a, you know, like a past member, mm -hmm. you know, we can say we'd like to transition this person into an associate member, you know, approve or not approve. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm, I'm not quite sure that is consistent with what the rules are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, basically what you see on, on there, I mean, it's blurry, but uh, mm -hmm. is exactly everything that I know. But I think that is an alternative that we could use uh, instead of, striking this from the bylaws, we could just modify it and say that from time to time we'll request the city commission appoint associate members with, you know, specific subject matter relevant points or whatever. So for example, Aaron had asked to stay on because he was so involved with the air and water quality right, stuff. Right, and right. That, that seems for, a reasonable for continuity. Request. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that sounds like a good workaround yeah. for me. Mm -hmm. What do you think, James? Is that um, like a workable yeah. Is there a limit yeah. to how many we can have, and um, how is there an attendance requirement for them? I don't see any. It's just not as written. No. Right. Yeah. And I, I imagine the commission probably wouldn't want to appoint one unless we had like some term suggestion, maybe either like what conclusion of some business or after so many years or something sure. like that. But sure. um, as of right now, yeah, there's no. Since effectively, from what I understand, we basically made up the. <laughs> yeah. um, and so we're just kind of making sure we fit. So is Aaron going to continue going to the order yes. task force? Yep. Yeah. So that, yeah, he should be an honor. Yeah, I mean, so he, he could be an annual renewal or something. Sure. Like, you know, it could yeah. be just, like the chair positions or something. Right. Like, yeah. It's just like, you know, mm -hmm. is it still relevant? Does this person still want to do it? Right. Is it still okay. needed? So will, just as a suggestion. Mm -hmm. So will this section then be rewritten? as opposed to just removed? Because there are some things that I think are good ideas to at least get in here, Yeah. so it acknowledges it. I think that's a good point. Um, kind of what I was thinking about for this is uh, we would go through all the comments, find out the things we need to change. Mm -hmm. um, since kind of, as we currently have it, my stipulation is to do the boring paperwork stuff. Um, I'm happy to like bring us uh, a new draft of the bylaws to our next meeting that we can review and mm -hmm. discuss for final language. That sounds okay. Mm -hmm. Sounds yeah. great. Good idea. Thank you. All right. So without further ado, moving on to the next comment regarding member attendance. Uh, so we had, we've been wondering what the policy was with that. I think uh, I'll read the current um, bylaw and then I'll read in the, the full thing. So, oh, speaking of one of our associate members. 
Uh, section 2.4 in the bylaw is member attendance. Each member is expected to attend scheduled ECC meetings. If a member misses more than three meetings per year, the ECC officers have the authority to change that individual's status to associate member or to recommend removal by action of the members. Um, and so that's what it's currently at. And here's what Attorney Robinson said. Both Section 2-4, addressing attendance, is in conflict with City Commission Rule 12F. The rule provided that an appointee who misses more than 50% of regular meetings of a board automatically forfeits their appointment. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody has missed more than 50% that I'm aware of, but we haven't been taking super rigid attendance. But as you can see with this new agenda thing, we're going to start doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess everybody's fair warning, don't miss six meetings this year or right. Right. <laughs> we don't have any power to do anything about it. Are these excu like excused absences or just in general? I think, I think general. that one's in general. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can keep our other thing probably too. I think so. Wanted, but yeah. um, so. we have to do that. So right, okay. exactly. So uh, I'll just, for that point, I'll just modify it to be consistent with the ordinance. So at least mm -hmm. we just have something to reference mm -hmm. in, our, in our own committee. Other comments on that? So we can be more strict, we just can't be more lenient. Yeah. I guess that's right, yes. <laughs> that's right. Yes. So uh, as before, uh, I think it's been working well. If folks are going to miss, can you just let us know? Um, the main reason, is, as I noted in my, my communique earlier today, uh, we have to have a quorum, and so right. it would suck to get here and, you know, so many people are missing that the rest of us that were here just have to go home. So mm -hmm. uh, if you can just continue doing what you're doing, I think we're good. Moving on, section 3.2, talking about time and location of meetings. I'll just read the attorney's note. Similarly, sections 3.2, addressing time and location of meetings should be more tightly written to assure conformance with the Open Meetings Act, and 3.3, addressing remote participation violates the Open Meetings Act. Um, I don't really know what tighter he wants there. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty cut and dry. Any thoughts? I think from what I remember reading, um, it did seem like our our bylaws were allowing people to remote in, um, and we knew already, and we're going by that you can't do that, right. but we don't have it written like that. I see. So that's what I was thinking, because I remember reading that and being like, oh, that would be nice, but, right. um, but we weren't doing that, and that's why we're not doing that, but it's just... Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just for the good of the order, can't remote in. Sorry. If you're going to miss, you got to miss, and I'll miss you. So, because is that a, was he saying that was a city reason, though, or is that a state thing? I think it's That's an Open Meetings Act thing with the okay. state, yeah. The city, the city ordinance might echo what the state law is. That's pretty common, but uh, we yeah. got to follow state guidelines. Yep. So. All right. Almost done. Uh, talking about officers. So, this is the other challenging one. Um, Talking about appointment, section, quoting the <laughs> attorney, section 4.1 permitting two co-chairs technically violates section 2-102 of city ordinance, which specifies, quote, a chairman, unquote. Use of the article, quote, A, has been, technically indefinite article, has been interpreted by this Michigan courts to refer to a singular, not a plural. So we were kind of nervous that this might be the case. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. We'll have to discuss this. Um, at the bottom line, like the changes that we made last month are void. <laughs> we have to go back to the last thing. Uh, 
Sharon and I haven't talked about this because it came in fresh. Um, mm -hmm. You guys are okay with waiting until next month to give us a chance to discuss it, um, but open to thoughts. Well, it doesn't now. say how often you elect a leadership. What if we just change the leadership every month? I like that. I like your <laughs> <laughs> like 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 yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Well, I guess it says, it says one. One, one year, year term of office okay. for all officers. So I guess I guess okay they try okay they tripped me up on. That. I did have a, a different tricky idea that could work. It's kind of skeezy, but uh, technically we could just not have a chairman, and then Sharon and I are as members volunteering to lead the meeting. That's another possible workaround, but I I don't want to get us in trouble. Yeah. That, that one's just yeah. a little a little closer to getting us in trouble. But yeah, um, yeah bottom line, we'll have to go back to the old rules. If, the, if well, there has to be a chair as a, because that is a designated point of contact, mm -hmm. but at any given meeting, that chair could delegate authority to someone else That's to true. lead the meeting. That's true. Even though an individual is still identified as the chair of the group for that year mm -hmm. term, and another that individuals yeah. can, a plural of individuals, at, at any given meeting, I could see it if there were a chair, that chair could, could designate a different person to lead next month's meeting. Yeah. But it's done by authority of a chair and it's on record as such. Yeah. I, I don't know how that would fly, but, it, yeah. but it's just a, a, a topic. Well, it does say the membership will elect leadership in the form of a chair and the vice chair. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the vice chair could just run some of the meetings and yeah. the chair could run some of the meetings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, You know. Yeah, but they're defined. I mean, you could define, you know, we could define the roles however mm -hmm. we wanted to, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The actual, you know, working. Right. But again, yeah. gives you guys time to discuss it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think I think maybe, Bobby, to your thought, uh, as far as like maybe we decide and who knows, somebody else might want to share the meeting for mm -hmm. one, whatever reason. Right. And that could be a thing that doesn't necessarily even have to go in the bylaws. That could be like a table law, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk more about we'll talk about that. And okay. it, it came in hot uh, Tuesday. So mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Well, thank you for the wonderful ideas. Uh, moving on to the last point that I don't really know what to do with. <laughs> so the last point is about indemnification. Um, my understanding of that word is basically like keeping us out of legal jeopardy for any decisions or whatever that we make. Mm -hmm. um, by, based on my reading of the bylaws, it feels to me that somebody who was a, an attorney wrote these at some point, mm -hmm. or at least it feels like it. Um, I don't really know what to do with this. He, the city attorney just said Section 5 addressing indemnification exceeds the authority of the board. So I suppose maybe we just strike the whole thing. Can he not make a specific well. suggestion for language that would be better? Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I would suggest. Right. right. Yeah. And it's so long and wordy and like I can't even imagine the time in which it would come into play. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I can ask for clarification and if we if it comes to be, you know, another 500 words, we could just say, like, <laughs> <That's a problem. laughs> five words would work. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so. Interesting. Talk to Clyde. Right, right. Or, or his successor, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so when I do my big, here's everything, okay. uh, I'll just include that as a question of, like, any mm -hmm. guidance on this otherwise. 
So that's all of our boring bylaw stuff, unless anybody has any comment questions. Just a question. Yep. Is there anything in our bylaws about members and rationale for or recluding ourselves? If, if, if a certain topic comes mm. up and we are in on it in our uh, professional mm. life. Conflict of interest kind of thing. Yes, yeah. because that has come up in, in NFP. Mm, sure. Um, and, and myself as an environmental consultant, and, and, I, and I am involved in some city of Kalamazoo projects now, so if there's something that's direct, you know, I could see that, <clears throat> obviously, we leave that up to the individual to, to have a conscious of such to, to announce that if, if and whenever that becomes, but I guess I just wondered if that's in, in our rules. I can't remember if it is, but anything in there. Yeah, I did a, I did a quick control F conflict of interest nothing came up mm -hmm. um because so, uh, that's where indemnification can be an issue mm. if i know something and i'm on a committee that gives recommendation to the commission to vote on a certain thing a certain way that benefits it, it, you it, in it, a different area it, yeah someone could say boy that's not right you know right. <laughs> yeah. i can see it <laughs> you would excuse yourself from that vote of course right but i just wondered if that is something that should be in our in our rules, even though it's an expected something we would yeah. expect from an individual. Personal anyway. expectation. Mm -hmm. right. right. Not everybody has that same. I right. think it's always a good idea to spell out mm -hmm. expectations. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, uh, I could add that in, yeah. in my clarification question. Like, do we need yeah. something like this? And I'm sure an attorney like? has already a, a canned statement about such things because I'm sure it's, I'm probably in any of the city committee. Sure. You know, rules of, of engagement. Right. Okay. Anyway. No, good, good, good it's point. come up in NFT a little bit. It's never been a problem, but it has come up. So I think for this, even though we are advisory in nature, it's still it's important to, to make things right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I will uh, include that in my question okay. uh, to the attorney's office. Um, your point about NFP reminded me, though, uh, you are actually not on this list. Uh, this term, list, which, which I remember catching by accident, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. So, uh, okay, it makes me wonder if you're ever. I'm pretty sure you've been on the website. I, I'm fairly certain I've seen your name there. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, I hope it doesn't mean that you can't serve on more than one because it's really valuable having your that goals, case, That was addressed was with the city, yeah. and yeah. it though so it's not recommended for people to do that in in cases. In particular with NFP, because I was on this board first, mm -hmm. or this committee first, right. and that one, that one, NFP is a little more based on area of expertise, mm -hmm. sure. and I'm the only geoscientist on on that team, so that was okay. That was addressed. Well, then we will uh, get your name in there. Do you happen to remember when you joined the ECC? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm bet I'm real close to the end of my first third term. Right about now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then uh, third, third year of, of first term is what I meant to say. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, I'll see what I can do about Finding updating out. that, and sure. I'll, just, I'll just contact you if I no have any questions. Okay. Uh, so that officially concludes. Okay. Our paperwork stuff. Um, so I ha I'll have some things to send to the clerk, and mm -hmm. uh, we'll I'll bring updated bylaws to discuss at our next meeting. Uh, regardless what happens with the chair situation, Sharon is leading February's meeting. 
Um, and uh, there we go. We'll, we'll go right. Through, but there we go. Uh, I'll, I'll have it as an agenda item on Sure enough. For us. Other duties is a Other duties, that's right. <laughs> does a lot of work. Oh, gosh. Um, okay, so moving on. Uh, unfinished business. Um, I can just say quickly regarding community sustainability plan. Uh, like I said, we're Sharon and I were originally planning a meeting with Jeremy, Jamie. Um, that didn't happen. I did speak with her briefly in December before Christmas. Um, she was just kind of giving me updates on uh, things to come, including the budget and getting the position posted. And um, she's really looking forward to that. And uh, the other, I think the main thing worth noting is uh, I just, I guess, to put it on the record, I didn't love the format of the public comment period uh, with the sustainability plan that was happening. Um, I thought it was pretty confusing. So Jamie and I discussed it a little bit, and basically I suggested slash asked that next time public engagement stuff is being developed by the planning department, that they just talk to us and maybe we can help uh, vet it and you know make sure it's easily understandable and maybe we can be a part of that process mm -hmm. uh, more officially than just you know side conversations here and there. Mm -hmm. um, so long story short, Jamie will be here with Nolan next month to hopefully tell us what's going on and I get some good news. Second thing, um, I don't have much on the Kalamazoo River, but I will note that on Monday I emailed uh, Representative Rogers and uh, State Senator McCann, who both represent our area, mm -hmm. um, asking them with the new Democratic majority in the um, House uh, what their prognosis is for bills related to river cleanup might be. Um, haven't heard back, but I'll mm -hmm. update y'all if I hear anything. Um, does anybody else have anything regarding the river or anything they want to mention? Uh, MDHHS, <laughs> radio silence. Um, everybody is getting frustrated. So they said first quarter, which is another two months. Okay. Uh, so we'll be eagerly awaiting that, and that'll be a big agenda item when when that comes out. So um, for those of you that are interested in the air quality stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, keep waiting, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Well, with nothing uh, else. Quick, quick question. Yes, comment. I'm wondering for the community sustainability plan updates, is it possible maybe to get one of those as sort of like a subcommittee report so that every month we're receiving like a tiny hmm. bit, like a tiny bit of information, knowing that they're always working on things, knowing that things are always in progress, but just sort of proactively setting that so that we have you know, something to go on, some, yeah. some tidbits of information. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, and it's definitely in line and stuff that we've all talked about that we'd love to really have open and consistent communication on its implementation. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm happy to be that person, since I already have been, but if anybody else wants it, you can take first dibs. <laughs> but uh, I think that's a good idea to just make it a standing agenda item. and. Mm -hmm. When there's an, a coordinator, maybe even more official, like where whoever can meet, that would yeah. be great too. Yeah, that's a good point. That was one thing I did ask of Jamie is uh, if we could plan on at least quarterly updates from that coordinator, but mm -hmm. um, I'm sure we'll at the very least have them in to meet and greet and mm -hmm. uh, can see what's going on. I mean, they'll, they'll have a lot to get up to speed on in a short period of time, but uh, yeah, I think that's a good idea. So uh, for the next agenda, I'll... I'll move the sustainability plan down to subcommittee report. Um, Emily, would you like to discuss Ann Arbor Relief Policy Update? Uh, yeah, so Gail was able to join us also, which was Great. super valuable, and, and I'm glad you could be there for that. Um, 
So do you, do you want to start? No. Just your no. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Great. No, you, you, know, you had you know you yeah. you and I'll I'll add in stuff if okay. if I feel that move. Sure. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Um. So I brought up in the fall the possibility of us looking at some policy changes with the city around our lease management and what we do with pickup and looking at it more as a resource instead of just garbage that people are blowing into the street. Um, so we had sort of dropped it, wasn't really sure what we should do with it, and then someone, I don't remember who, sent me some information about Ann Arbor and sort of their approach to this issue. Um, so I made an appointment with Jennifer Petoskey, who is their solid waste outreach and compliance specialist um, with, with the city, and she was uh, happy to talk with us for a while. Um, and the conversation we ended up having was actually more about their whole composting program. So Ann Arbor has a municipal composting program that they run um, with a private contractor called WeCare who actually operates the facility. Um, and so their, their lease management is part of that. So for standard for their residential customers, both um, single family and multi-unit dwellings, is they have a weekly compost pickup as part of their service with the city. Um, and, that, and that includes leaves and yard scraps and basically anything that they call table scrapings they accept hmm. um so really full service sort of composting mm -hmm. that's been in the works for decades i think they said even in the 90s they were they had this program they're going to start moving to also doing that for uh, commercial uh, customers on like a subscription basis mm -hmm. with something that they could pay for mm -hmm. um and what that has really done for them is they still You'll, you'll have to check me on this exact detail, but it sounds like they still have individual leaf pickup for residents, but you have to specifically request it. It's not something that they send a truck around, you know, we'll be on your street on the third or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, it's if they have to call the city and say, we have so many leaves, we're requesting, you know, a pickup between these dates, and it's something that they will accommodate. Um, I, it's an interesting idea. I think when you remove that convenience of it happening, you know, it, it's like the default is to do it. Right. right. If the and default is to instead find some other ways to do with it, you know, than having the you know the big truck come by, that's fine. Right. But they you said, said they, they do it weekly though. For the pickup. For general pickup. Yeah. So rather than a, a mound of leaves, maybe if I raked my leaves as they started to fall in mm -hmm. and and I was able to. If I'm issued a bin, let's say, right. and I incorporate that into my weekly pickup, yeah, there may come a time when that's overwhelmed, and like you said, the neighborhood association mm -hmm. might say, okay, we're going to do a, a bigger a bigger round of this coming week or something like that. But okay, thank you, I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, and uh, so the other thing that they do a really good job of um, this whole conversation what we had is that they have a very large outreach effort to evidence sort of you know to residents around some of these alternatives. If you look at their website, even they have it, when you Google like in Arbor leaf management or leaf pickup, it brings you this website that talks about like home composting, their mm. compost mm -hmm. program, mm -hmm. you know, rain gardens, mulching, what to do, mul you know, and sort of these different um, options for folks to sort of, it feels like you're being channeled through these other options before you get to, to that default option of have us come and pick up your leaves, right? right? And they really treat it as more of a holistic, sort of approach to the solid waste management. Mm -hmm. um, 
The other thing that they do is that they enforce ticketing of residents who blow their leaves into the street. Um, so I, I don't know if that. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's something that you know Comdu does or what you know, but they. Mm -hmm. No, oh, we do not. Yeah. Um, is it? Yeah. And and block bike lanes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It becomes a problem. Um, the first snow always gets there before the leaves are picked. Yeah, And it creates a situation where you have all these angry residents. They say, we were promised you're going to be here in October, and then weather mm. happens, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it creates sort of a no-win situation for the city when, you know, people are waiting for this and are angry for mm -hmm. <laughs> reasons. Um, the other thing that we touched on a little bit was they tried to do no mow May in Ann Arbor, but the issue that they're having is that because of climate change, people are mowing their grass earlier and earlier. So by the time you get to May, depending on the weather, people may be on their second or third cutting already of grass. And if you have so many months of accumulation, it might physically be impossible for the average residential you know, person to make their way through that lawn um, mm -hmm. you know, in May, which mm -hmm. I'm sure people have a different feelings and things about that, but it is, but I think that is a realistic yeah. um, issue for, mm -hmm. for some people, you know, um, depending on what you have. Um, their parks department has a natural areas preservation department, which actually sets their policy as far as park management, what they do. So as a, as a regular practice, um, they don't do any leaf blowing in their parks, they mulch in place, and then have these natural areas where they leave things. Hmm. Um, I did ask about sort of how, how this large-scale composting program affects their city finances. You know, is it good for the bottom line? She didn't really have any answer or what didn't really feel like she was empowered to, you know, answer hmm. those sort of questions, but I think it's fair. Um, so, yeah, a lot of good information. A lot of good sort of pilots, I feel like we could probably pull out of their approach. Yeah. That'd be low-hanging fruit, you know, especially um, some some enforcement of the blowing and the blowing industry to be great. Um, you know, sort of around these educational pieces, I think are those those low-hanging fruit that'd be easy to develop, easy to change some of our messaging and uh, view from the curb. Is that the, you know mm -hmm. in the websites and mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. um, did they mention anything about uh, like I forget what it was called with recycling uh, auditing? Like the I'm just curious mm. if they've ever mentioned having issues with like people putting non-compostable stuff in the bins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we did talk about it a little bit. I think they that is less of an issue for them because they do accept all organics, all table scraping, so they mm. don't have that aggregate, you know, where they're taking out the cardboard and trying to keep that dry. Okay. It, it all goes to their to their mm -hmm. industrial scale composting facility. Right. And is there a usable end product? I know leaves are tough, but in, in if, if composting is done right, there is a, mm -hmm. a valuable organic end product that has Somebody, some farmer might want that and, and, and reuse that, or we could use that in other yeah. space areas for whatever value it has. I, I believe we talked about them using the compost in their parks. Uh -huh. Don't quote me on that. That's okay. a really good question. Yeah. I quite yeah. remember. People will buy into something if they feel yeah. that there's an end result, right. other than it just helps keep, keep the city mm -hmm. cleaner. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. I will remind myself to ask. Okay. So, 
know, the different a difference between Kalamazoo and Ann Arbor in in this is that, um, you know, we you know we have optional um, yard waste pickup. You know, if you have your waste management mm-hmm. from one of the major um, waste management companies, mm-hmm. you have the option of getting the the bin for um, yard waste. Right. Mm-hmm. And it gets picked up weekly during the season, you know, mm-hmm. during the yard season. Like May to October or something. Right. Yeah. And um and you pay for it. You mm-hmm. you, you you pay a pretty steep price for it. Um and and that's something that Ann Arbor is doing as a city mm-hmm. service. Mm-hmm. Is and that's where a lot of the leaves are going. So mm-hmm. it is part of the city service is that along with your garbage you get the yard waste Herbie Kirby. Um, with with no additional charge, mm-hmm, really. And so you know, so the leaves are still being picked up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as our leaves are are picked up at no charge to us, but you know they don't have the you know the big riding leaf blowers, you know, and the big trucks that suck them up. You know, they do it in you know in these other ways. Mm-hmm. You know, at you know which is something that the city provides as a service. So you know, it would be kind of a trade off. But it would also, um, you know, some ways it would be beneficial for homeowners not to have to pay, mm-hmm. you know, Best Way or Republic. Mm-hmm. But it, I would think it'd be a big cost for the city to assume this yeah. this process. And it sounds like Ann Arbor's got a very large space mm-hmm. that they do this. Mm-hmm. She says, "Oh, we that space is not a problem. We mm-hmm. have." Mm-hmm. You know, some big area where they can dump all of this compostable mm-hmm. stuff. And, um, you know, so those are some differences, you know, of, of what they're doing and, and what we're doing. And yeah. certainly, you yeah. know, the, the rule is you're not supposed to put the leaves in the street mm-hmm. until until the week or the day of your, of your leaf pickup. But nobody ever adheres to that. Ever. Mm-hmm. They do it when they can. Unless they live on West Ninja Park, and then I think they really have to. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, but, you know, on any other secondary street or any other street, people are just like, they start blowing their leaves into the street so in, you know, by. the end of August. Yeah. You know, it's just coming into, out of the, this budget cycle, we just approved the budget last night. Public services would have to be engaged early for the next budget cycle for 24. If I'm thinking, like, if we didn't have to do all the trucks and all the people to do the leaf pickup, that that might mitigate the cost of the barrels. Yeah, because on one hand, you you lose the efficiency of using a street sweeper and the and the trucks, but on the flip side, if I was a homeowner, it'd be a lot easier to get rid of sticks and long and other yeah. like incrementally yeah. week by week. week. Yeah. It would totally yeah. be a win-win. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So how to engage public services early in the budget process for next uh-huh. year. Composting is in the community sustainability plan, too. Yeah. 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 And, so, you know, throwing that out there. And certainly in the fall season when you got all the leaves, you know, people will have bags. She said there are some, mm-hmm. some yards that they had, I don't know, hundreds of bags yeah. of leaves. Two, the two or pump. 300 bags of pickups that people were requesting. We don't have anything oh. like that. Here, there's we have businesses that 
send compost across the state to the Ann Arbor area um, for, com for compost. For well, uh, businesses specifically, I don't. I don't think so. I think I don't want to say for where the cities want. I think they keep on their property, but but businesses that want to try to do composting have had to send it to industrial composters, not close by. So when when does work on the budget cycle with that? When would it need to? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking um, maybe in the interest of time, since we got our committee reports and want to make sure we yeah. can check the phones. Um, one thing I'm thinking is maybe if uh, if you wouldn't mind coming up with kind of a summary of what you were talking about, mm -hmm. and then uh, we can invite maybe public services. Uh, I don't know if uh, Jim Baker would be the right person or somebody else uh, to just like start having the conversation of what. What would that cost look like? Could we even look yeah. into this one yeah. thing? Yeah. Wendy Burlingham is the, does the view for the curb with some other people, okay. and she does all of the recycling. I think she'd be good. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, from a perspective of how is this affecting what happens to leaves, mm -hmm. I don't know that it would really come, I don't know that there would really be any differences. Hmm. If people don't want to compost leaves on their lawn, they're not, you know, yeah. either way, they're going to get rid of the leaves on their lawn, mm -hmm. you know, and so I'm not sure, you know, I think we started with this as like, it would be much better mm -hmm. for people not to get rid of their leaves, but mm -hmm. either system, yeah. you know, is really going to end up at the same endpoint for somebody who, you know, doesn't want to mulch their leaves in yeah. place. Um, yeah. But, you know, so it still comes down to education and mm -hmm. trying to, Mm -hmm. um, provide people information about the benefits of leaving the leaves. Mm -hmm. Now with the big push that they just planted all these trees and everything, that's kind of a problem they're creating for themselves. Another reason for people to be mad if they don't have the resources or know what to do, you know, they feel like it's imposed upon them to have. Yeah. Or they're just not physically able to. I mean, breaking is a big yeah. I think that's a great. There's, there's, a, there's a lot to what you're saying. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, I, yeah. I I will tell you, just anyway. I never thought of that. I owned homes wherever I lived. Never thought about oh, just leave them because mm -hmm. it'll help. Never thought. Of, I think education probably is a strong. You better believe it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I'm thinking maybe um, with the community sustainability plan, it might be a hefty update. It might not. Um, here's what I'll suggest. You can come up with a rough uh, outline of what you want to talk about. Um, I will reach out to Wendy Burlingham and see if she's available either in February or March to come okay. talk to us, and then we can kind of make that one of our big topics for that for that month. Because combined with, obviously, we could come up with maybe some policy solutions, but the education component, even to just have this discussion, would probably be Commission has a retreat in February okay. uh, to talk about our priorities. One of those is sustainability. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we cool. can bring up the uh, My company's involved with a couple of municipalities in the greater Detroit area with, mm -hmm. with composting efforts. And I'll, I'll, I'll find out what Canton Township is one of them, and there's a couple others over there. I'll find out what they're doing. Okay. Just, okay. just to maybe, yeah. and if we may keep that as an action item for our next mm -hmm. our next discussion. To, and then maybe maybe a recommendation of some sort can, can come out of it, right. working with the. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so next month it'll uh, definitely be sustainability plan, almost definitely something to do with Western uh, Climate Crisis Month, mm -hmm. and then a maybe on Wendy, if, and if not February, definitely March, and we'll we'll commit to having it there Excellent. by March at the latest. Excellent. Cool. Um, yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. and thank you, Gail, as well. Mm -hmm. That uh, Yeah, that's great information. Uh, definitely feels very, like, practical mm -hmm. as well, which is nice. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So, nice job. Um, before we move on to committee reports, anything else anybody wants to report on or anything of that nature? Hopefully, put a placeholder probably in March, hopefully mm -hmm. in February for the. Yes, thank you. Right, good point. Mm -hmm. Forever lives on our agenda. Yep. Yeah, the yep. new topics was is there anything that anyone felt they really wanted to start and get on the agenda more often? Subcommittees ish. Well, I think at some point, <laughs> um, a PFAS mm -hmm. item, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, if you saw the news, West Michigan just identified, an, uh, <clears throat> uh, no, MPART identified another uh, fairly heavily oh, I didn't know that. Uh, area over in South Haven. Mm -hmm. And But just because it didn't make news, there are more, we're learning more and more and more. I learned... I used when I used to sample groundwater for whatever at a gas station. I'm looking, I'm targeting, you know, hydrocarbons, right? Because that's that's the the chemical of concern. And I have found out that even just groundwater anywhere is not just water anymore. The PFAS stuff is is whether there's a known source or not. And so its distribution is wider and more prevalent than we thought. So at some point, I think we'll almost need a line item for PFAS update. Yeah. Uh, we can get something in the water quality subcommittee. Uh, sure. sure. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I, mm -hmm. I saw there's some initial like lab results too that UV lights concentrated might destroy PFAS. It was something recently announced, but I mean, it's it's so far in the industry. Mm -hmm. But thought that was interesting. Yeah. But yes, thank you. Good point. Mm -hmm. um, we are pushing close on time, so gotcha. uh, let's move on to subcommittee reports. Um, I'll just say at the top, I did not have time to look at the planning commission with all the other stuff. I'm sorry. There you go. So <laughs> I, I'm out of the list. Uh, Bobby, NFP. NFP did not meet last month, uh, due only due to lack of cases. So mm -hmm. we're, we're we're still 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 there and still moving strong, but uh, no, no new cases. So did not meet. Uh, Sharon? We are going to meet soon, but we haven't been able to for air and water quality. Mm -hmm. uh, wildlife natural resource protection. Uh, the um, application for the Oregon Bird Treaty is up for review to all 24 partners. Nice. Mm -hmm. We're going to get it submitted by the middle of January. All right. Excellent. That's cool. I hope you'll come. We'll come back in February and say it has been passed. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like it has been submitted. It'll take three or four months <laughs> gotcha. to get a. There. Yeah. To get a, you know, to get a answer. Mm -hmm. Well, cool. Uh, tree committee as well. Um, nothing new on the tree committee. Great. Uh, Island Lake. I'll have more details next month, but basically we meet what the fifteenth. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's going to be a meeting shortly after that. I believe it's not till March though, actually. So March sixteenth that the um, we're going to have. Um, the forest management, there is a management plan review for the public, and I'll, we didn't have details of the where and everything yet, so um, we talked about that. Great. Uh, Parks and Rec? Um, really small agenda that they had. They approved a couple board members, one permanent member, and then they, I think they 
I don't think they call it associate member, but they, they added a place like a non-voting non member. Um, they have a couple of winter events coming up at the end of January and beginning of February that they're not sure are going to happen because they I don't. I not happening. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told them they could get like rafts. Water polo. Water polo. Yeah. Water yeah. Water yeah. yeah. So, so winter plans probably not in place for Parks and Rec. Um, I did ask them about, just sort of separately for Earth Day, about doing a planting at Woods Lake. They are losing their landscape coordinator. Um, so that's going to be a hole for Parks and Recs the next little bit, trying to get somebody to review and make those sort of changes for the, you know, the plantings on the park. So it's like um, a job vacancy or like it is somebody that's vacancy. already in the department? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, who, is, uh, who is leaving? You know, I don't know the person's him. name. Okay. Yeah. A revolving door of yeah, it's unfortunate because it, it's such it's so much space in the city that they yeah, you know. like the continuity of who you need to contact for what mm -hmm. and not there. Yeah, that's all I had. Uh, David is not here. Um, actually, as we sat down, I saw the Watershed Council just shared their newsletter, but I obviously didn't read it. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, we'll talk about that in February. Okay. We got our wellhead protection stuff last month, so we're good there. Mm -hmm. And uh, nothing to report as far as I know with Odor Task Force and David being out. Right. Um, so if we could go to just see if anybody's on the phones, want to make some comments, and then we'll. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll just note while she's booting that up. Um, anybody have any issues getting the Google Drive access? So I did notice that uh, technically Paul Manstrom, two chairs ago, uh, oh, yeah. is still the folder owner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we don't have, I don't have permissions, Sharon and I don't have permissions to grant everybody access yet. So I'm going to, I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to reach out to Paul oh, okay. and uh, see about doing that so we can hmm. talk about continuity. Um, and one other thing I've been thinking about is maybe we can figure out a way to either the city help provide us one or get an ECC email so that people don't have to email chairs directly and it would just be the committee same email address. Very nice idea. Um, yeah. Very nice Yeah, idea. yeah, that like maybe the chairs would manage your and maybe it's called that ECC chair or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so maybe I'll maybe do some background conversations about that. But if that sounds good to folks, I think it'd be nice to have like a centralized was an afterthought about the leaves please we used to talk quite a bit when and we had <clears throat> guests from uh, woods lake come and the, uh, the issue was salinization of right. mm -hmm. inla inland waters and at least it, it makes some sense that one of the contributing factors was that the accumulation of leaks leaves along the roadside that also coincides with when we start applying salt to the roads for the early snows mm -hmm. and those leaves absorb and absorb and collect sediment and everything that, that the salt concentrates there and mm -hmm. and if if a weekly pickup of smaller incremental amounts I, I know fall's going to hit and something has to be there has to be a contingency for that yeah. but if things were removed a little more regularly on a on a regular basis that might help that issue yeah uh, uh, to it's some a, degree it's a really good point mm -hmm. cool um ever yeah, if you want to open a line for, we'll give it 30 seconds, 60 seconds, see what happens. 
hard to say. We line. can't really predict it. Um, oh yeah, and Sharon, do you mind checking Facebook? See if we got Any anything. Comments? There's one. Oh great. Uh, it's basically about the land in the oh, no. yeah uh, South yeah. Mm -hmm. right, right. Mm -hmm. um, the green space mm -hmm. and not wanting it to go away. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, right. and about the flooding. Well, thank you, Tina. Uh, <laughs> we are the city is looking into flooding. Uh, that's another discussion that we'll have to have soon as well. That's um, James Baker, the director of public services talked about one opportunity we're thinking we might want to investigate some alternatives uh, for the flooding situation and uh, yeah as before the best your best tool for the protection of your green space is the natural features protection overlay in the board mm -hmm. um, and we appreciate you following along you've been our one of our most consistent followers so thank you Tina um, and so that there's markers on the slide in that property there I see okay I must be moving forward with some stuff. Okay. Um, on a related note, actually, thank you for, uh, for pointing that out. If I recall correctly, one of the big issues with it was she was concerned about the parking and, and water dissipation from a big parking lot. Right. Uh, and something that I'm only just learning a little bit about, and we're not a planning related committee, but mm -hmm. uh, removing parking minimums would be a, would go a long way to addressing that. So you, they wouldn't have to build a giant parking lot. Uh, they could build what they think they need. Um, but that's something more for the Planning Commission, but we could maybe do an educational thing on, on talking about that at some mm -hmm. point. Because mm -hmm. um, right now, as it sits, there's minimum amount right. of parking you have to build out for every new business, regardless of what the need is, whether mm -hmm. predicted or actual. Um, and yeah, less concrete for maybe, so mm -hmm. something we might look into. But um, unless anybody's got any closing comments. Uh, just a quick please. suggestion. I, well, I wonder, do we, I wonder if maybe having comments at the beginning of the meeting versus at the end of the meeting might help participation so people don't feel like they yeah. have to wait that whole time. Is that something we could look at amending? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think it had been in agendas before, so we'll make sure to, I, I forgot to do it at the top of mm -hmm. this meeting, but we'll definitely check in at the beginning and the end. Mm -hmm. um, though I will say real quick, the most surefire way to get your comment in is to show up to the meeting. And that's, that's the best I can say, but we will definitely <laughs> check more often. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, good point. Yeah, beginning and end. Beginning and um, end. Oh, okay. Without further ado, uh, meeting adjourned. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I don't, but that would be helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I didn't replace the email with all of that. Did you get that all with that? Did I, did I send out the, um, 217? Or the